0: Just like staring at a screen for three weeks is a lot, but um, no, we had uh, full cooperation.
1: Am I the only one here tonight? Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Or am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me, I'm not who thinks of taking all the good we got and turning it back. Hell, I'll be damned. I think I'm turning into my old man. Am I the only one willing to bleed or take a bullet for being free? Scream. try to watching the th-
2: The king's court starts now.
3: Mistakes I've made again and again But I tell you this, my friends I'm still around
1: I hit it hard, man
2: St. Louis and all parts Northeast, South and West, we welcome you in, Kevin Slayton, with you on this Wednesday morning, live broadcasting in the Window World, King's Court on kevinslaytonshow.com kevinslaytonshow.com This is where you come to get the live show every morning, 7 o'clock Central Time, and then the podcast, of course, you can get later right here on our website or on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, Anchor, any place that you listen to fine podcasts, you'll hear us right here. And boy, we've got a loaded show for you this morning with open phone lines. As always, 636-538-0746, 538-0746. This is the place you come to get the unvarnished truth backed by facts and evidence. You also get to participate. Other shows don't allow that. You know why? They're afraid you know more than they do, and you probably do. And in many instances, you may know more than I do, but we welcome that. We welcome all knowledge on this show, whether it's mine, yours, or ours. They should name a movie after that. And we've got a loaded one for you this morning. Like I said, you're going to hear people from the media telling everybody, this is a bad idea to try to indict Donald Trump of a, because of a f- supposed payment to Stormy the Whore Daniels. Who cares? I mean, really, this is how desperate these people are. Oh, my God, we got him now. He paid a hooker. <laughs> and she really wasn't even a hooker, to my knowledge. She's just a porn actress. Actress, I guess I use that term loosely. She wasn't really acting. She's just whoring it up on TV, or on screen. On the silver screen. So we'll hear from those liberal psychos, and they are nuts. They truly are. Tucker Carlson's going to give a quick insight from him into Donald Trump, and you're also going to hear from Judge Joe Brown, the TV judge who is black, and he was asked if Donald Trump is a racist. You'll hear his response. Trump told his audience over the weekend exactly what he'll do when he gets back into office. And I believe he's been listening to our show. I don't know if you saw what happened to Charlie Kirk last night at the University of California, Davis. Antifa mob thugs were there graffitiing all over the school's property, breaking windows, disrupting a free speech event. Now, they did more damage to the University of California, Berkeley, than happened to the Capitol on January 6th. But we haven't heard a peep out of Chuck Schumer. Why not? Because he's not busy covering up what happened at UC Davis. He was busy covering up what happened at the Capitol. He's busy lying. And he got caught. If you weren't paying attention yesterday, the Ruskies shot down one of our drones over international waters. Yeah, that's right, where we had a perfectly legitimate legal right to be. Now, this is clearly a shot across the bow from Putin saying, Biden, you're a pussy and I don't respect you at all. That's exactly what he said with that shot to the drone. And anybody with a rational brain understands that. Wait till you hear the response of the Biden people and our military, I might add. And then you'll also hear the response of Mike Rounds, who's a senator from South Dakota. He will pull no punches. Even Lindsey Graham weighs in against the Biden regime being out to lunch and putting our national security in jeopardy every time they do nothing. Crazy Jennifer Granholm, who might be the nuttiest cabinet member in there, she's the energy secretary, loves China's climate policy. That's right, China. The country that pollutes more air than 10 countries combined is the model for our energy secretary. You'll hear Pelosi loving on China, too. I'm telling you, all these people are on the take to China. It's amazing, isn't it? You'll hear Biden stumble his way through an interview with the Comedy Channel. That's right, the Comedy Channel. The Comedy Network, whatever they call it. I guess it's fitting that a clown like him would go on the Comedy Network. And he made a clown of himself even further. Wait to hear some of the stuff. It's just mind-bogglingly stupid. James Comer has, has the goods on the Bidens. He has bank records from one of the banks that show payments from China to the Bidens through a shell company. Uh-oh. Now, of course, the Bidens aren't worried because as long as they're in office, Democrats, that is, there will be no criminal referral to the Department of Justice, and even if there were, wouldn't go anywhere. So it's going to have to be after he's out of office. We can wait another year and a half. It's going to take them that long to complete their case anyway. So get after it. But you'll hear from James Comer telling us what he has right now. Victor Davis Hansen is a fellow at the Hoover Institute at the Stanford University campus. What happened at Stanford the other day is growing typical, is growingly typical of what goes on on every college campus in America. A federal judge was invited to speak at a class. Four faculty members were there, including the dean of diversity and equity or whatever BS they call them now. When the judge was hassled and heckled by the students, three of the four faculty members did nothing. The dean of the diversity whatever, black woman, stepped up and started ripping into the judge, calling him a racist calling him a danger to the students. The dean of the law school issued a meek apology, all the while militant students lining the hallway outside of his office. The inmates have truly taken over the asylum at most of these universities, certainly at Stanford. And wait to hear what Victor Davis Hanson says about the very university he works at. You're going to hear from another political prisoner this morning, Daniel Goodwin, being held by the Nazi regime of Biden and Merrick Garland, Heinrich Himmler, being held because he was in the Capitol on January 6th for less than one minute, destroyed nothing, injured no one. The video shows his presence for less than one minute. His sin? He was wearing a Make America Great Again hat. For that, he originally faced 20 years in prison. Now he's still facing a year. His lawyer will weigh in as well. (laughs) It's hard to fathom this stuff, isn't it? And we'll get the latest on the bank collapse. By the way, did you notice... As soon as January 6th was exposed to be the lie that we've always said it was, as soon as it was exposed on Tucker Carlson's show, all of a sudden you heard them crash the banks. We've got to distract the people from our lies about January 6th. Crash the banks. Schumer goes on television the day after Tucker's first show, calls him everything in the book, implores Fox to ban Tucker Carlson, And then the next day, all of a sudden, we've got banks crashing. (laughs) That's right. I'm skeptical. Very. J.D. Vance will weigh in on how we got there with these bank situations. Stephanie Pomboy predicted the collapse of these banks, and she'll tell you how she was able to do that. Not very hard, according to her. It's also not very hard to get a car or a SUV or a truck from stl-cars.com. Here's how easy it is. Go to their website, stl-cars.com. Peruse the over 1,000 vehicles they have. Pick the one you like. Call them or text them at 314-309-3633. 314-309-3633. Ask for Don. Tell him we sent you. Tell him what you want. Tell him how much you want to pay for it. He'll get it for you. And it's yours. Now, if you don't see one on the list of over a 1,000 vehicles that you like, tell him what you want, and he'll go get it. They have a vast network around the country where they get their cars and their SUVs and their trucks from. I've done it three times. My son's done it. Friends of mine have done it. Listeners to the show have done it. Eliminate the headache of wasting your Saturday by going from dealership to dealership beating your head against the wall against a sales manager who gets a commission if he charges you a $10 paper fee. Why would you do that to yourself? Call or text 314-309-3633 and ask for Don. They're right off of uh, Manchester in Ellisville. You can't go wrong. Locally owned and operated. We support locally owned and operated businesses here on the show all the time. All the time. So here we are with open phone lines for you, by the way, three one four. I'm sorry, six three six five three eight zero seven four six, five three eight zero seven four six. Did you hear what Mike Pence said about President Trump on Saturday? Now here we are, two years hence from the January sixth insurrection. And Mike Pence now is Coming out of hiding. Is Mike Pence a coward? Has he been a fraud all this time? Is he coming out of hiding to sell a book? Or is he coming out of hiding so that he can run a campaign that will go nowhere for the Republican nomination for the presidency? Is Mike Pence just an overall coward? That seems to be the case. He's just a coward and a fraud. He never said anything, even when he launched his book. He didn't say anything derogatory about President Trump on January 6th. Uh, he could You could tell he disagreed with the president holding a rally, because that's all the president did. Now Pence says on Saturday, President Trump was wrong. I had no right to overturn the election and his reckless words endangered my family and everyone at the Capitol that day. And I know history will hold Donald Trump accountable. You think history is going to hold Donald Trump accountable for doing what? Make no mistake about it, said Pence. What happened that day was a disgrace. And it mocks decency to portray it any other way. That's a shot directly at Tucker Carlson. And now he's telling jokes at this white tie dinner. And he says that President Trump's ego was so fragile that Trump wanted Pence to sing Wind Beneath My Wings with the line, Did you ever know that you're my hero during their weekly lunches? Now, that might be a joke, and of course it is, but the meaning is strongly insinuated that Donald Trump's some sort of egomaniac that treated Mike Pence as his inferior. By the way, you are. You're the vice president. He's the president. It's unbelievable. These Republicans are such abject cowards. You'll never hear any of these Democrats talk about Biden that way. And they should, but they won't. (laughs) It's pretty incredible that he's now coming out saying this. But I say it speaks much more highly about him than it does about uh, Donald Trump. But that's Pence for you. That's Pence. Sadly, Pence will watch as his political career descends into oblivion. He'll never be elected to public office again nationally, certainly not nationally, maybe in Indiana, where they might think he's an okay guy. You know, he comes off as this very Christian, very ethical guy. But these kinds of comments for political gain, tell a different story about Pence, don't they? It's pretty sickening. (laughs) It's sickening. And by the way, Mike Pence did have the authority under the 12th Amendment. He has the sole authority to certify electoral votes. The sole authority. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? Why did Pence do this on Saturday? Why is he claiming several things? First of all, that he had no authority. Secondly, that Donald Trump endangered his family's life. Excuse me? (laughs) I mean, this very law came into play in Bush versus Gore. But we can't have this, not in this country. We can't have adherence to the law. But there it was. Mike Pence certainly had the authority. Now Mike Pence is stabbing Donald Trump in the back while he's also lying about his situation on January 6th. So Mike Pence can go to hell as far as I'm concerned. I have nothing good to say about a guy who's that big of a coward who backstabs his boss, who was very loyal to him, by the way, There were people advising Trump not to choose Mike Pence as his running mate. Ivanka was very influential in choosing Pence and helping Donald Trump choose Pence. Pence played the loyal foot soldier for four years, which he should have done. He's the vice president. But I remember Mike Pence saying that you can't fake good kids giving tribute and paying tribute to Donald Trump. Now all of a sudden Trump's a bad guy and endangered your family's life because you're running against him for president? You ought to stop now. You have as many votes today as you'll ever get. Zero. You won't get in Your family probably won't even vote for you. You know, the ones that were endangered? The ones whose very lives were at stake because Donald Trump made a peaceful plea To the assembled crowd, there was none too happy that this election had been stolen.
4: I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to
3: peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Today we will see whether Republicans stand strong for integrity
4: of our elections, but whether or not they stand strong for our country.
2: Man, I want to go have an insurrection after I hear that. Talk about motivating words to violence. Woo! Peacefully and patriotically. Only in this country today do politicians use the words peacefully and patriotically in the context that they are insinuating let's cause violence, let's overthrow the government. I thought peacefully was a pretty clear, clearly intended word. Patriotically, same thing. But no, the liberals in the politician in the political world and in the media, and the Republicans like Pence and Romney, and Tillis, and Mumbles McConnell. They believe the words "peacefully" and "patriotically" mean go cause violence. The imbeciles will never get around that. They have tried mightily to bring indictment against Donald Trump for some some sort of behavior on January 6th in his speech that incited a riot, and they have failed miserably every time. So now they want to try to get him on a payment to Stormy Daniels that he supposedly made. We don't even have any proof that he paid her off. And by the way, let's assume that he did, All right, What's wrong with that? People pay for other people to shut up all the time. But there's no evidence that Donald Trump did that. Somehow they're going to indict him for that? Under what pretense? Maybe I'm missing something. But if you notice, Stormy went away. Her big mouth friend, Michael Cohen, wants Trump's attorney, but because Cohen lied on his tax returns, he went to jail and decided he would blame Trump for that and then start telling stories. This is a confirmed and convicted liar. So who cares? Maggie Haberman, who is a, an anti-Trump, elite snob writer for the New York Times, if ever there was one, even she recognizes the danger of indicting Donald Trump over this.
0: I do think it's worth noting here, putting aside issues of, of Michael Cohen specifically or the, the you know, perspective thinness of the case, take it all together, it, it requires 12 people. And it just takes one person to have reasonable doubt and even in in pretty you know progressive Manhattan I think probably a defense lawyer could find one person and that's a risk here
2: it's a risk because they can't risk not getting him but they'll try anything even liberals in the meat liberals in the media like Dan Abrams agreed with Haberman
0: an indictment of the former president seems almost certain I believe it is a mistake not just legally, but politically as well. I don't think the New York case is where I would keep my focus. I just think to be, to lift this hush money payment to the level of a felony strikes me, and from what I've read, strikes a lot of people as a bit of a, a stretch. I think we could see a rallying effect from his supporters. It could be that more people are turned off by this. I just don't think we know.
2: Oh, I think we know. <laughs> You think it will be a rallying point for his supporters? And all this nonsensical talk about, oh, like Abrams, this uh, indictment is a, a foregone conclusion. No, it's not. I hope they do, because it won't stop Trump. He'll continue to campaign, and he will use it as a rallying point, as he should, and it will prove once again the extent to which the liberals and the media will go in order to bring him down. Keep in mind, the, even the remotest possibility that he would be indicted for what they're saying was a hush money payment. And contrast that with the amounts of money that we now know the Bidens took illegally from the Chinese Communist Party. for Payments for what, by the way? The bank records show, and you'll hear James Comer say later, that there was no reason for the payment. Well, if you're paying them for work done, you would bliss that, right? Slayton, $6 million for mowing President Xi's lawn. Okay, at least I did some work. And they would have identified it, but they didn't. So the liberals foam at the mouth over a hooker or a porn star claiming she had sex with President Trump. Her lawsuit was thrown out. The Manhattan District Attorney wouldn't even pursue this charge, but that didn't stop the Liberals. They got a call on the U.S. Attorney's Office. Let's go. Come on, we got to get him. Trust me, this makes Donald Trump more of a martyr than he already is, thanks to the Liberals. But they're not bright. They stick together, but they're not very smart. Here's evidence they're not very smart Gloria Steinem. Who? Oh, yeah, she rears her 90,000 year old head talking in favor of Hillary Clinton and how better off we would be if she had won instead of that meanie Spaghetti Trump. And then Hildi does her best to lie about who's actually dying in Ukraine.
4: How different the history of my country and the world would have been had we had Hillary Clinton
5: <laughs> instead
6: of Trump. Women and, and children are the primary victims of conflict and of climate change and... There is no place that, unfortunately, tragically shows us that more dramatically than Ukraine today.
2: Wow. Let, let, let me, I don't even know where to begin to dissect that. Gloria Steinem thinks her country was in bad shape under Donald Trump. L- low, I'll, I'll repeat all the facts. Lowest unemployment rate ever. Lowest unemployment rate in the black community ever. Highest employment rate. Lowest unemployment rate in the Hispanic community. Highest employment rate ever. Anyone who wanted to work had a job. We were energy independent, exporting oil, in fact, to other countries, making money. (laughs) We had complete and total peace. None of the world's bullies were threatening us in any way, much less shooting our drones down and murdering our soldiers in Afghanistan, as they were supposedly a pullout. the world Gloria Steinem describes as bad? Seriously? Don't you have something better than that, really? To claim that this country would have been better off with Hillary Clinton? How stupid are you? And then, of course, Hildy has to get up there and lie about her carrying the banner for women as she always claims she does, even though she hates women. But nonetheless, it's women who suffer the most from climate change. How is that again come again? Let's assume, just for argument's sake that there is such a thing. There isn't, but let's assume there is. There's climate change that affects people. Is it like the virus? Remember the COVID virus attacked blacks. Huh. It was a racist virus. And climate change apparently is sexist. It affects women more. How, she didn't explain. And of course, she was never asked how, never will be. But please explain, Madame Hildebeest, how it affects women more. And she says that war and conflict affects women and children. They're the casualties of war, she said. Really? Have you checked the sex of about 75% of the soldiers fighting in Ukraine on the Ukrainian side? Men. White men. When you talk about full of crap, you're talking about Hildebeest, I'll tell you that much. So they continue to try to get Trump even on stupid stuff. Tucker Carlson had an interesting take on the former president. He saw
0: the stakes of this, like, at the very beginning. He's like, you don't want, and this is what I do love about Trump, particularly in foreign policy. He sees the big stuff. He's like, wait, you've got Russia and China. They don't trust each other. We can't let them get together. They'll kick our ass, and we'll be, we're not. we're not going to fight a war against them, one hopes. But we'll definitely be taking orders from them. Definitely.
5: Mm-hmm. No.
0: And he said that five years ago when everyone's like, shut up, racist. <laughs> okay. He's a racist. But is he wrong? Like, what? why don't you address the question? Shut up, racist. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. He's a racist. All right. Got it. But he says, if we start a war by proxy against Russia, Russia will align with China and we'll be fine. How do you, do you think that's true or not? Shut up. I mean, they would never address it. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, whatever you think of Trump, these people are speaking in bad faith. They're stupid. They're also the ones who got us into the Iraq war to no benefit to anybody.
2: (laughs) Racist is their favorite term when it comes to President Trump. I think Judge Joe Brown is black and he is plugged in to some degree. And he was asked on a podcast the other day by a black host if Donald Trump is racist. A research assistant was hard at work and found this. Is Trump a racist?
3: I don't think so. I've talked to a number of black entrepreneurs who back in the late 80s and 90s, early 90s, were trying to get financing. They couldn't. Somebody told them to go check with Donald Trump. So they come back and tell me they got a loan from Donald Trump. He gave him a term loan, show up with the interest and in the principal, one check, but they had to go see him personally. They independently relate this tale that when they saw him, he said, this is what you're supposed to pay me? This is our agreement? Say, yeah. And then tore the check up, shook their hands and congratulations, now run your business. He didn't have any problem with dating a black woman, walking her down red carpets. Most people don't know this. He did was the finance man behind Jesse Jackson's two runs for president.
2: Yeah. That those are the credentials of a raving racist lunatic, right? These people are sickening. And if you listen to them, you're sickening. They're mentally ill. Communist, racist, misogynist. That's everything they claim everybody else is, is exactly what they are. And in many cases, they're serial killers. Biden, Cuomo. In other cases, they threaten the lives of Supreme Court justices. Schumer. President Trump, were you listening to my show yesterday when I said we should defund public schools until we clean them up? I will
3: immediately sign a new executive order to cut federal funding for any school that's pushing critical race theory, transgender insanity,
4: and any other inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content on our children, their children.
2: (laughs) Carpe quadruple diem, President Trump. That's what you have to do with these schools. You don't just sit back and take it. Come on. So we've got a president who they claim made a hush money payment to Stormy Daniels. Now remember who Stormy's attorney was, Michael Avenatti. Remember, he was the darling of the media because absolutely he was going to run for president. He would be the leader. He would be the primary leader for the Democrats. Of course, where is he now? Well, he never got to run because he ended up in prison on multiple charges. First of all, he defrauded Stormy Daniels and his law partner. He's a thief. He's a criminal. And he was the one who was going to bring Donald Trump down. He's the one who came up with this theory about this payment. We haven't heard anything from Stormy in a long time. I guess she gave up. She told the lie long enough that she got paid for it. (laughs) Fauci's paid who knows how many millions to people involved in the Wuhan lab leak to shut up. Hush money. As I said, we don't know how much he's paid. It's unbelievable. As George Orwell said, a uh, research assistant found this, it's frightful that people who are so ignorant should have so much influence. Very true. These people are ignorant. They're some of the most ignorant people on the entire planet. <laughs> I got to tell you, there's truly, truly something wrong with them. But they are who they are, and they show their true colors. We shouldn't be upset with that. They do it every day. Out in California, last night, Charlie Kirk was criminally harassed and assaulted by an angry Antifa mob getting paid, no doubt, by George Soros or someone like him, to paint graffiti all over the state university's buildings, to break windows at the state university, all in an effort to muzzle Charlie Kirk's speech, he was there on behalf of Turning Point USA. This is a group that has students on the University of California Davis campus, a very legitimate organization, had a guest speaker come in to speak, and that's what he was met with. When liberal speakers come in to speak, no one bothers them. This That alone tells you the level of insanity on the left versus the right. The right is loaded with cowards and frauds and phonies. But they don't seem to be insane like this, where they hate this country, they hate free speech, they want to destroy all of your personal rights guaranteed under the Constitution. That's not what the right does. They have their frauds, their sycophants, their candy asses, and their phonies. But they don't have that. But every single person who's a liberal believes in this kind of behavior. You know how I know that? Because they don't say anything against it. Charlie Kirk spoke out about what happened last night. I don't know if you saw, but they broke
0: some windows. uh, The terrorists did outside to try to come in. Um, People had things thrown at them. The whole place was spray-painted, not just throughout the week, but also tonight. We are not going to put up with force of trying to shut down people you don't like. And instead, we are going to have a free society based on speech, based on dialogue, based on discourse. And tonight is a statement to them that they're the losers and that speech wins in America.
2: That is what tonight is all about. Carpe diem, Charlie Kirk. Couldn't have said it better. But this goes on. It's not just last night. This goes on every day in America on every college campus in America. As sickening as that is, there it is. Another example. We saw what happened at Stanford. We touched on it briefly at the start of the show. This was a federal judge coming to speak at the invitation of the university. Not a student group. The university invited the federal judge to speak. He had plenty to say afterwards, too. He was none too happy. And I touched on the drone that was shot out of the sky by the Russians yesterday. Now, you might expect, at the very least, some saber rattling from Biden's regime and some very strong words, perhaps retaliation. Certainly what I would have done, what Reagan would have done, what Trump would have done. Well, it never would have happened to those guys because Putin knew better. But here's John Kirby and a military spokesman over at the Pentagon. This is their reaction to the Ruskies taking down a drone of ours over international airspace.
6: This is clearly, this was inappropriate, uh, unsafe,
2: uh, unprofessional conduct by the Russian pilots.
7: This incident demonstrates a lack of competence in addition to being unsafe and unprofessional.
2: Unsafe and unprofessional. Well, that'll get those Ruskies. I can see them shaking right now. My God, we're unprofessional, and we're unsafe. I'm pretty sure that war all by itself is unsafe. You don't hear very many statements about wars being safe, do you? So the very nature of war is unsafe. And that was Kirby and the military's, the Pentagon's assessment, of the Russians starting a war with us. And our response was, That's unprofessional. That's unsafe. Hide your ears, women and children. You pussies. I mean, these whack jobs, these cowards that are running this country. Mike Rounds is a senator from South Dakota. He's no coward. He had the perfect response when he was asked what he thought of the shooting down of the drone.
0: Pissed off. I mean, let's just be honest about this for a second. The report coming out of our government is that this was an unprofessional act and environmentally unsound. I'm sorry, folks. They shot down a United States war plane. They took it out of action. And that's the response we get back. So, yeah, not very happy about it. And uh, the bottom line is we cannot allow that to happen.
2: Carpe diem to Mike Rounds. Wow. He's right. We can't allow it to happen, and yet it did happen. Why did it happen? Because Joe Biden is a coward. Putin knows that there'd be no spo- no response from Biden. China knows there's no response coming from Biden. They've already paid him off. Our two biggest enemies, along with Iran, who, by the way, is enriching the nuclear uh, ca- their nuclear capability, We get no pushback from this regime whatsoever against any of those rogue regimes. Lindsey Graham, what should we do with the Ruskies right now?
6: Well, we should hold them accountable and say that if you ever get near another uh, U.S. set flying in international waters, your airplane would be shot down. What would Ronald Reagan do right now? he would he would start shooting russian planes down if they were threatening our assets american foreign policies in freefall all i can tell you is that on multiple fronts we're in a dangerous situation uh weakness breeds provocation They spy balloon over the United States, shooting down an American drone, multi-million dollar drone. They know they can get away with it. Mexico is blaming us for the fentanyl crisis. And Joe Biden is like a deer in the headlights. He needs to up his game quickly.
2: Up his game? Don't you have to have a game to up your game? All of those things were true. We're laughing stock. We're being mocked by Mexico. Mexico. Every U.S. president since the beginning of time has said to Mexico, you you better know your lane and you better stay in it. The same with you candy asses up north. We own North America. Without us, you're overrun. You're finished. How dare you come at us? But they know they can. Because they have a little girl's hair sniffer in the White House. How did we get here, Lindsey Graham? When Biden got into
6: power, he pulled out of Afghanistan, and that set everything else in motion. Uh, Obama's president... Putin invades uh, Ukraine, takes Crimea. Biden gets elected president. Putin's trying to dismantle Ukraine. Uh, the border is completely broken. The Mexican president is taunting the United States, belittling the Republican Party, claiming Mexico is not responsible for the poisoning of America through fent- fentanyl, and our commander-in-chief is sitting around playing the fiddle while the world burns. So President Biden, you're the Rodney Dangerfield of world leaders. Nobody respects you. And if you don't change your game and up your game, we're gonna have World War III. Here's the next war that's coming. Israel is gonna have to take military action to stop the Iranians from developing uh, enriched uranium to the point it can become a weapon. They're at 84%, all they have to do is get to 90%. We're not doing a damn thing about the Iranians trying to uh, develop a nuclear bomb uh, under our plain sight.
2: Right in front of us, he doesn't care. he's been in an agreement with the, with the Iranians. Have you ever seen anything like this? And yet liberals sit there well, we're sure glad we don't have Trump. <laughs> we live in a country where half the people are insane. They're effing insane. This isn't funny anymore. This doddering old coot isn't funny. He's insane. And he always has been for that matter, but now he has authority. The media isn't funny anymore. It's not funny to refer to them as fake news anymore. They're a danger to this country. I've been saying it for years. Our gravest danger is the media. And they remain that way. And then you've got this energy secretary who really digs the way China handles their climate issue.
1: I think China has done, um, has been very
6: sensitive and has actually invested a lot in their solutions
1: uh, to achieve their goals. So we're we're hopeful that, you know, we can all learn from what China is doing. But the amount of money that they're investing in clean energy
2: is actually, you know, uh, encouraging. <laughs> I mean, can you believe you hear that stuff? Whose side are these people on? China, who pollutes the world, much less just their country. She's in admiration of their climate policy. We could learn from them, says Jennifer Granholm. By the way, the outgoing speaker, good old Pelosi, drinking drunk Nancy, she loves her some China too.
6: You can't just go after China with a cudgel. You have to say we have to live on this planet together. How can we work together to save the planet from climate change?
2: Wow. Save the planet from climate change. China will do that. (laughs) Oh, this is unbelievable. How do we deal with this? I mean, how do we deal with this? It is unbelievable. The media just plays along. It never ends. And now they love China, which they've always loved. On The View, when... This Alyssa Farah Griffin, who's nothing more than a sycophant, actually dared to question the job of heals Up Harris? Listen to the response.
5: I think there's some concern about just the lack of a policy
8: accomplishments that she's made as vice I- president. I'm surprised that there's concern. I think it has a lot to do with this. She's a black woman.
9: Black women get everything done. We've saved this country's democracy for She's obviously amazing, but what specifically? But.
8: Well,
9: like no, I mean, where, no, should I, no. Where, where shall I start? I mean, she was in the Senate of but course. No, I mean, Vice
0: General, of of course, as Vice President, of course, Vice President, she's she the Inflation Reduction Act. I
9: mean, she was the face dentist? of Roe v. Wade. I mean, no, the I list don't,
2: goes don't, on don't. and on. Roe v. Wade, the Inflation Reduction Act. What does Harris have to do with any of that? By the way, neither one of them were successful. So if you're touting her efforts on those things, you're touting a loser. But of course, according to Sonny Hostin-Houston, the half black, half white, it's only because Harris is black, which she's not, but let's say she is anyway, because it helps us. Can you imagine that? (laughs) Oh, this is a comedy show. I mean, it really is. Well, it's, it's because she's black. That's why people don't like her. How about it's the fact that she makes no sense when she talks her gibberish. She cackles like a hyena. She has no answers, no, no uh, unending qualities that she has used to solve the border crisis, which she was put in charge of. She doesn't visit the border. She lies about it, saying that she was at the border. No, you weren't. How about those things? Does that have anything to do with her being black? It's amazing. So we've got a country of liberals that wants to indict a president for some phony baloney charge of paying a check to Stormy Daniels. Let's not forget that Stormy, by the way, was ordered to pay Trump's legal fees. That's how egregious her bringing that case was to begin with. It was dismissed, and she was ordered to pay his legal fees. And now they're trying to indict President Trump on that while Sonny Hostin-Houston blames blackness for people not liking Kamala Harris. How about she's a whore? She could be in a movie right there with Stormy Daniels, right? I mean, they do the same thing. They get on their backs for money and prestige and power. That's what they do. They're two, of a, they're two, two women cut from the same cloth. But it's all because she's black. I can't stand heels up Harris because she's black. Again, she's not black. She's as black as Obama. She's as black as you, Sonny Hostin-Houston. I mean, this stuff is just... Again, we live in a country That where half of the people are insane. And Sonny Hostin-Houston needs to remember that Heals up Harris's family owned slaves. Slaves in Jamaica. Black slaves. Not Irish slaves, black slaves. When people criticize me, is it because I'm Irish? I mean, after all, Irish people were enslaved when they came over. <laughs> Does anybody else see the insanity? I hope I'm not alone. It's a scary insanity, isn't it? Did you ever think you'd see the day when half this country was literally completely insane? They are. It doesn't appear to be getting any better. At some point, you would think, well, the liberals, and I don't mean the politicians or the media, I mean everyday people, you would think that they'd had enough of this. You'd think that they're sick of being lied to. Only a dunce would completely allow himself to be lied to time and time and time again. You got lied to once, you got lied to twice, okay. That's it. But this is every day. Every single day. But they scream and yell about equity and equality. John McWhorter is an associate professor at Columbia University, where he teaches American studies, music history, and linguistics. And he was on with Bill Maher the other night. And Maher asked him about the difference between equity and equality, which, of course, sound to my ear like bullshit and bullshit.
8: Equity is this this wormy word. The idea is that you're going to... Have equality by forcing the issue, by bringing people into positions that they're not qualified for yet so that everything looks, quote-unquote, like America. So it sounds like equality, and you say equity, and you figure it's the same thing. But it's a euphemism. They're, They're trying to slip in without letting you know that it's going to be equality accomplished in a way that you probably wouldn't like. It's like if you say to somebody, well, before I let you go, and you say that to them, and they didn't say that they wanted to be like that. Really, you just want to get... Or if you talk about diversity... Well, imagine talking to Franklin D. Roosevelt about diversity. When we say diversity, what we mean is changing standards for various reasons for black and Latino and sometimes Native American people. That's what diversity means. You just don't want to say it. Equity means that you force... Equality and you kind of weasel your way through it. And so it's like you take the word equality and you kind of knock the AL out of it. It's like bam, bam. It's like bam, bam. And you knock it out and you've got equity. And the people who do this so, think that that's the right thing because they are on the side of the angels and right. they have to have this fake <laughs> equality. And what it, mean, it, what it means is this: this is DEI. It's not an accident that DEI is the first three letters of, of deity. These people think of themselves as gods. None of this is an accident. So that's what equity means, whether Bernie Sanders knows it or not. It's a weasel word.
2: <laughs> Carpe quadruple diem, John McQuarter. It's a weasel word. It's a weasel word spoken by weasels. That's all it is. It's nonsense. It's bullshit. And it never has been anything but. It's bullshit spoken by the biggest bullshitters this American country has ever bullshitted. Sick, sick people. Liberals are sick, sick people. And they're not getting any better. Biden was on the comedy network, which you know you know these things write themselves, don't they? And in this period, Wuhan Willie, when did you inherit Economically and politically, a mess. In this
9: period, I inherited, I I think it's fair to say, a a gigantic mess economically and politically.
2: You think it's fair to say that? I don't. What economic mess did you inherit? You inherited an economy that was booming until you shut it all down, of course, with the COVID. Politically, what are you talking about politically? You make your own bed politically, you loser. That's not hard to see. But in this period, he thinks it's fair to say. <laughs> We're glad he thinks it's fair to say. Because first of all, nobody else will even say it, much less think it's fair to say. But he's nutty enough to think that. And that's his prerogative. Being insane is something you, you, it's a choice, I think. I don't know too many people were born insane, but uh, these liberals may be. So, Biden, did Mother Nature let her wrath be seen in the last year? Mother Nature let her wrath
9: be seen in the last two years. Floods. <laughs> droughts, all the things. And so people can't deny it anymore. If we don't keep the temperature from going above 1.5 degrees Celsius raised, then we're in real trouble. That whole generation is damned. I I mean, that's not hyperbole.
2: It's not hyperbole? (laughs) The whole generation is damned, but that's not hyperbole. Do you ever notice how he qualifies everything he always says? Not a joke. No, but seriously, folks, I'm not kidding. It's not hyperbole. Come on, man. Corn pop. (laughs) We can't deny it anymore, he said. There have been storms. (laughs) There have been storms since the dawn of man, you jackass. What do you think Noah built an ark for? He wasn't concerned about climate change. God told him there were going to be floods. Build your ark, man. But that's new, apparently. Floods are new. Storms are new. Brand new occurrences. Only in the last couple of years when Mother Nature has unmistakably shown her wrath. And we can't deny it anymore, says Joe. We're doomed. Doomed to what? (laughs) Last I checked, up in the Northeast... They're being inundated with a blizzard. So I guess that warming thing is right out the window. It is, after all, halfway through March. In six days, we begin spring, and there's a blizzard in the northeast. But Biden wants you to think the planet's burning up. We're doomed. Not hyperbole. Hey, Biden, I'll bet transgender kids is a much harder thing to deal with.
9: Transgender kids is a really harder thing. What's going on in Florida is, as my mother would say, close to sinful. I mean, it's just terrible what they're doing. What, what, what are they thinking about here? They're human beings. They love, they have feelings, they have inclinations that are, I mean, it, it just to me is, I don't know, it,
2: It's cruel. it's cruel to stop kids under 18 from mutilating themselves because they think at the encouragement of some pink haired teacher that they are not a boy anymore that they're a girl and so the law in Florida now says that ain't happening here it prohibits sex reassignment prescriptions and procedures for patients younger than 18. That's what the bill does in the Florida Senate. He says they have inclinations. What does that mean? Inclinations? The inclinations are all about pink-haired teachers, purple-haired teachers with nose rings, piercings, tattoos everywhere telling little Johnny you're little Janie and it's okay Johnny to be little Janie Shh, we won't tell your parents Biden thinks that's okay he just said so in fact he not only thinks it's okay he thinks it's sinful if you think differently his mommy told him that mommy said it's downright sinful These are people they love. They have inclinations. What are you thinking about down there in Florida? Protecting these kids from these psychotic teachers and doctors and numb nuts like me, Joe Biden. <laughs> but while he's doing all of that, he's also solving the energy crisis. Can you imagine this guy multitasked like this? I'll bet he was just up in Minnesota solving the energy crisis. For example, I was
9: up in um, uh, Massachusetts, one of the largest coal-producing electric facilities in the nation. Well, guess what? We hooked it up to wind technology.
2: I was wrong. He was in Massachusetts, not Minnesota. Guess what? He said we hooked it up to wind technology. Mr. Windmill, (laughs) he's the little Dutch boy. He's got his finger in the dike. I won't go any further than that. The little Dutch boy, he hooked it up to wind technology. He didn't even know what that means. Hooked what up to wind technology? (laughs) Himself? I'd like to see him strapped to one of those windmills, just keep going around and around and around. And he's also in this wonderfully earth-shattering interview with the Comedy Network, finally giving us some insight into when he, Joe Wuhan-Willio-Talabiden, that's right, when Joe Wuhan, Willie, had his epiphany about gay marriage.
9: I can remember exactly where my uh, epiphany was. I was a senior in high school, and my dad was dropping me off. I remember about to get out of the car, and I looked to my right, and two well-dressed men in suits kissed each other. And I'll never forget, I turned and looked at my dad. He said, Joey, it's simple. They love each other.
2: (laughs) Joey, it's simple. They love each other. I turned to my dad, Joey. My mom said, it's close to sin. My dad said, Joey, it's simple. They love each other, those two men in the well-dressed suits. Now, Gutfeld was talking about this last night, and I agree with him. That never happened. That never happened. That's Biden making crap up again. These two men in these well-dressed suits. You know what? I had my epiphany, by the way, about my son not being gay. I was driving down Olive in a Mustang convertible. He was five years old. And he, he jerked his head back to look at something. And I said, What training? He goes, Dad, did you see that hot babe? I was like, Carpe Diem, baby. Chris is up. Good morning, Chris. How are you?
4: I'm good, Kevin.
2: Hey, we're
4: screwed as a nation. I think, I, I think I, I we just, are. I just don't see any way out of this.
2: I. I I, 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 the only way out of this is to get the culture changed again, and the only way to do that is what Trump suggested and what I've suggested, and that is to defund public schools until they stop. And then anyone, all the states, the red states, have to have laws like Florida now where this this um, chopping up of young people's genitals has to cease. It has to be declared illegal, and you go to jail for it. Until that happens, and I'm not sure it will happen. I, I, I sort of side with you in this. I don't know if it'll happen, but that's the only way it's going to happen. And by the way, that probably requires all of the red states forming their own union and just completely cutting us off from the rest of them. That's the only saving grace for this country. It's true. It's not hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I,
4: I like listening to you, but I can't stand when you play that sound bites of it. Frickin' idiot in the White House.
2: <laughs> well, you have to because you have to, you have to let everybody know how insidiously stupid he is and how insane he is. I uh, Trump,
4: he was a great president, but Kevin, they're going to kill him if he gets reelected, or they'll kill him before. You know, what? they're not going to put a bullet in him.
2: I um, I do not argue with that. I do believe that that's the kind of thing these people will resort to. We've seen the Clintons do it. I mean, how many people have ended up with bullets in them that crossed the Clintons? Well, now you're crossing the entire liberal section of the country. And they've dealt with him in every possible way other than murder, and they haven't been able to even throw a chink in his armor. So what else can they do? I I agree with you. I'm afraid that too. And I wish for, for his own safety, I wish he wouldn't run. But for the country for the country's benefit I wish I'm glad he is
4: yeah I agree but I tell you what he uh, he is he is a tough individual he really uh, he can just he, he is unbelievable
2: he's so mentally tough I've never seen yep. anybody as mentally tough as that guy never Nope. I don't care you could show me the toughest football coach and they always preach mental toughness from their players you can't show me anybody as mentally tough as Donald Trump for yep. what he's endured for the last eight nine years are you kidding?
4: Yeah, it's. I don't know. I'm just going to keep praying. This is a nightmare.
2: It
8: is, Biden, a,
4: it is what we should do. This is the first is president I hate with every fiber in my body. I cannot stand that man. He's despicable.
2: I have to agree with that, too. I can't stand Obama. I detest him, but not like Biden. Right, I vomit when I think about Biden. I vomit. Uh, He's such a fraud. Obama was a clear racist. He didn't hide it. This guy is as phony as a, he lies every day. Yep. Everything out of yep. his mouth is a lie. Yep. All this bullshit about his mommy and daddy. My dad said, Joey? How many times have we heard Joey or Joe? Bo? Or there's this entire criminal enterprise known as the Bidens.
4: Yeah. Oh, nothing? I'm like you Kevin, they can do whatever they want to do and not, there's no repercussions. Nothing.
2: Nothing. They're never held accountable. When well, the next politician mm. like Lindsey Graham out here says, "Well, we have got to hold somebody accountable." Well, then then do it. Otherwise shut your effing mouth and somebody well, you know, somebody get him I, out of office. Again, yeah. as I've said, if you if you vote for any of these senators more than twice, then you're part of the problem.
4: I agree. Kevin, you have a great day. I'm going to have Taco Bell for lunch. Carpe and, diem
2: uh, to Chris. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, God, the insanity! I, I just can't get—I just can't believe what's happening.
2: It is. Uh, it is, isn't it hard? I mean, when you stop to yourself and you say to yourself, "When did this happen? How, did it happen right under my nose?" It seems to have come on us so quickly. And, yeah, and, and and yet half the country is like that. That's what's sick. Again, I think, Chris, I really believe this in my heart. Unless we secede and form our own country, we're never going to be the United States again.
4: No, you're right. We aren't. I agree. It sounds stupid to say that, but it's true. It is true.
2: I'm a big evidence person, facts person. All the evidence and all the facts says exactly that. Yeah. You know, you don't have to keep convincing me if I see the Russians shoot our drone down that the Russians shot our drone down.
4: I look at the facts. No, no big isn't a drone. Yeah, it's just, it's
2: just a thirty two million dollar drone. It's it's, yeah. it's unethical that they did that. How about those two clouds? Know, it's unsafe. It's really inappropriate.
4: Uh, Kevin, yeah. I, you're cutting out probably my probably my, buy, my my line, I'm sorry. No problem.
2: It. All right, Chris, we'll talk at you later. Thank you. Thank you bye for bye. the call. Actually we could hear him clearly. But he's right, and can you hear the frustration in his voice? I think we all feel that way. I'll go back to this. The dumber you are, the happier you are. However, of course, that also means you're going to be controlled by Nazis, but at least you're doing it ignorantly. You know, you might think when I've just displayed to you through this interview with the Comedy Network – with Biden weighing in on Mother Nature, on the transgender issue, solving the energy crisis while he's up in Massachusetts, when he had his epiphany, exactly when, regarding gay marriage. Even though, by the way, did you know that Joe Biden (laughs) opposed gay marriage for 50 years? And 10 years after he opposed it, he later voted against it again and said that gays in the military posed a national security risk. Then he voted for the Defense of Marriage Act. The guy who claimed he had his epiphany about gays and gay marriage, I don't know, 60 years ago. When he was a kid and his daddy said, Joey, it's simple, they love each other. That's when Joey had his epiphany. By his own words. But yet, For 50 years, he opposed gay marriage. 50 years after he had his epiphany, he opposed gay marriage. Then in the military, as I said, he opposed gays in the military, called them a national security risk. Then he voted for the Defense of Marriage Act. All of this came after he clearly remembers having his epiphany. Joey, they just love each other. It's simple. Two well-dressed men well, that's the last time I'm going to be well-dressed. I don't want anybody thinking that of me. You effing liar. He's nauseatingly sickening. But with all of those things that he's doing and solving, you might wonder, Joey, how do you stay so focused? My focus is just
9: stay focused.
2: <laughs> well, there it is. Anybody who ever says, hey, Dad, look, I'm really trying to hit this golf ball. How do I stay focused? Just focus, son. That's how. (laughs) I told my little granddaughter one time she was doing something with a pencil, and she was intense. And I said, "What's, what's going on, honey? And she goes, Grandpa, I'm focusing. So she knows how to focus, and so does Biden. Biden says he focuses by staying focused, and we should all take that to heart. And then the Gutfeld impersonator of Biden. Anything else to add, Joey? No, no, no. Look, look. Come on. It is,
1: I said it before. I'll say it again. But this stuff never changes. All right. What's in the good book? What's the first words of the Bible? In the beginning, in the beginning, in the beginning, beginning. Hold on. a In the beginning, in the beginning, in the beginning. How
2: the hell with (laughs) it? That's the best show on television. There's just no doubt about it. I was laughing so hard when I saw that. (laughs) It's just so damn true. And yet, the rest of the world looks at us and laughs just as hard. So you might say, when will these Bidens go to jail? Well, James Comer has taken the first step. He has some bank documents. Well, we have bank
3: records. We have bank records from one of the 13 banks in hand that uh, were used by the Biden family members in these uh, business schemes. So these bank records prove that the Bidens did receive money uh, through a shell company from uh, the Chinese Communist Party. So uh, this is the first link. Uh, hopefully within the next 48 hours, we'll have more bank records from another bank, and we're just gonna keep following the money. We, we know from our sources that have come in, the whistleblowers, where the money trails are. And of course, the Democrats have denied it. The White House has denied it. There's no denying it now with the bank records. And now Treasury's forced to have to give us the suspicious activity reports, because they acted all along like there was nothing there. Well, I can assure you, there's something there, and everyone knows it now.
2: You remember the suspicious activity reports that we heard a lot about there for about a day? And these were all suspicious activity reports coming from international banks that Hunter Biden was dealing with. Dozens of them. And the Treasury Department decided not, we're going to hold on to those records. We're going to hide them from the, the public and we're going to keep them from Congress. Well, now they can't. So their attempt at a cover-up proves what frauds they are, and they should be prosecuted. But they won't be. But now we're getting into some concrete things, some evidence that shows the fraud and the thieves that the Bidens are. I mentioned this uh, visiting judge at Stanford University, was invited by the, the school, the law school, to come and speak at a class. When he came, there were four faculty members in there, including the dean of equity slash equality slash critical race theory slash I'm just an ass. And when he began to speak and was heckled unmercifully by these students, calling him names, calling him a racist, this dean of equity slash whatever, steps up and says he's a racist, that his words are hurting these students. The other three faculty members sat there with their finger up their ass. They did nothing. Strong people they are. You talk about weak people. Faculty members everywhere are nothing but weak people. If you, It's not every teacher in the world, but the teaching profession has taken a major hit in the last two years. I used to defend teachers to the nth degree. Not anymore. So the dean of the law school issues a meek apology showing that he's just as weak as the other four. This is a judge. But by the way, the judge was a federal judge appointed by Donald Trump. Victor Davis Hanson is a senior fellow at the Hoover Institute at Stanford. And you wonder, Victor, do you believe Stanford is still one of the great universities?
7: I don't think it is. This in free fall. I mean, we expect these students, we've seen it before, to be rude, to be vulgar and almost pornographic. If you look at the placards when they attacked a federal judge. But there were four administrators there. Three did nothing. And as you pointed out, one appropriated the podium and attacked the speaker. And tried to stifle his First Amendment rights. And these were guardians of the law, supposedly. And then when the law dean kind of made a very cautious apology without any mention that any of these people would be punished, a hundred of them lined the corridors to intimidate the law dean.
2: It's unbelievable. It truly is. And it's happening every day in this country. Chris was right. How is it going to be turned around? Donald Trump can only do so much. But the best start would be to defund all public schools in this country until they root out and eliminate those kinds of people. And you say, well, what about freedom of speech? Can't they have it too? Sure they can. They can talk all they want. But they can't break the law. They can't threaten. They can't intimidate. They can't destroy property. And teachers are not allowed to give their own political viewpoints. I'm in there to learn history. I'm in there to learn English, to learn math, to learn journalism, to learn something, to learn accounting. I'm not there to learn what your political view is. I don't give a damn. The indoctrination centers have to cease to exist or they forfeit federal funding. Guess what? The liberal of the liberals will recognize that when they don't have a job. When they have to file for unemployment, the unemployment system goes broke. Then they'll rue the day that they were critical race theory experts. Daniel Goodwin is a man who was at the Capitol on January 6th a couple of years ago. He walked in and walked out inside of 60 seconds. He damaged nothing. He struck no one, pushed no one. Video's all there. It shows his entire journey through the rotunda. So what was he charged with? Why was he facing a 20-year prison sentence and even today still facing a year's prison sentence? His sin, he won't say it, but he had a MAGA hat on. Were you in there for just less than a minute, Daniel? Is that true?
9: What they've done is I had to spend um, about a month incarcerated pretrial, and then about a year in pretrial um, home confinement. And uh, I was facing 20 years uh, and now I'm still facing one year. I was in there for less than a minute. It's actually in uh, the documents that I even said I didn't steal anything. I didn't break anything. You know, I didn't hurt anyone, anything like that.
2: And he's facing prison time. Where do we live? Carol Stewart is his attorney. She said this is common. This is very common. The majority of people, and
1: I've read through many cases, have done nothing violent. They've broken nothing. They were there where they believed they had a right to be. No signs, nothing indicated they could not be there. And they are being labeled as domestic terrorists.
2: Why is there no outrage? We've said so here on this show. Tucker Carlson from time to time has, and now he's exploded with the video, which is now getting the publicity that it all deserves. Finally, these people, after two years languishing in jails, being under house arrest... For spending less than 60 seconds in the Capitol building. How do these people live with themselves? How do they sleep at night? You have to ask yourself that question. I'll tell you how. Because they're rotten to the core liberals. That's how. They care about no one, they care about their own wealth and their own power and their own control over you and nothing else. If a liberal tells you they care about, we care about the unfortunate people in this country. No, they do not. We care about the black community. No, they don't. They care about wealth, power, and control. Nothing else. If you don't believe me, follow their actions. Not their words, their actions. Biden will tell you all day he's not a bigot but he's as as big a racist as has ever been created on this earth. That guy hates black people, hates them with a passion. He considered a school that his poor children had to go to to be a jungle if black people got to come there. And this media in this country doesn't tell the truth about him. He's a racist, an abject racist. They care about money, power, control. That's it. This bank collapse, Stephanie Pomboy, who's an expert in the banking field, predicted this would come, but she's not patting herself on the back.
1: It was hardly a radical uh, conclusion to draw when you slather on layers and layers of debt on an economy. Um, and encourage people to take reckless risk, and then you ratchet up interest rates at the fastest rate in history. I mean, God yeah. knows, we the, the surprise is that it took this long for the bodies to float to the surface.
2: That's a pretty good way of putting it. Right again. Right again. And then you've got the lunatics like Joe Scarborough and his gang who have now turned their attack guns onto Ron DeSantis. Now, why would you say, is it because of the sex reassignment bill? No, it's because Ron DeSantis, with regard to Ukraine, said, without question, peace should be the objective. We should not provide assistance that could require the deployment of American troops or enable Ukraine to engage in offensive operations beyond its borders. Because of that, in other words, he doesn't want us in useless wars. Scarborough and company attacked him.
6: Linda dissatisfaction is talking about something far worse. He's talking about trashing the international order. He's talking about dismissing a full-scale invasion of a sovereign European nation as a border dispute. This is
0: so reckless. Ron DeSantis basically said, you know, you know, so what? Russia is in Ukraine. Let him alone. It doesn't affect us. I mean, the narrowness of that vision, the narrowness of his statements, uh, it's, it's more than upsetting. It's scary.
6: The Tucker tail is wagging the dog. That's why. I mean, look at the forum uh, through which he wanted to give this information from a host on Fox News who has been um, railing against The U.S. involvement in Ukraine. As a national security person, uh, from my perspective, it's actually
0: horrifying to me that you have two potential frontrunners for the Republican nomination espousing pro-Putin and standing against Ukraine.
2: (laughs) Pro-Putin. Here they go again. Russia, Russia, Russia. There's nothing pro-Putin at all about DeSantis' statement. There's nothing pro-Putin about Trump. Nothing. We've seen that. But apparently there's a lot pro-Putin about Biden. He's allowing... Putin to shoot down one of our drones with zero ramifications. She says, as a national security person. What does that mean? What did you ever do at the National Security Council? Did you hand out mail? As a national security person. Yeah, she handed out mail. That's it. These kind of people were once known as neocons, but Pedro Gonzalez who's a political writer says that term needs to be redefined. I actually
9: think the term neocon is inaccurate because there's nothing conservative about neoconservatives. Right. They're just liberal interventionists. Their their vision of the world is drag queen story hour here and gender studies taught at Kabul University. But of course You'll never see guys like Fromm and Crystal and Max Boots, Kinzinger and French on the front lines of combat in Ukraine. They'll never pick up a rifle and go over there. They're too comfortable tweeting outrage about it, about DeSantis calling for realism and restraint. But when you you accept that they're just liberals who want to intervene everywhere, it starts to make sense why all these people who used to orbit around the GOP have now swung behind Biden on Ukraine.
2: Big damn to Pedro Gonzalez. He's so right. These fake Republicans. They're liberal interventionists. I love the way he put that. They want to intervene in everything and destroy it. So it looks as though we're in for a rough ride in this Republican primary. It's going to be Trump and DeSantis throwing haymakers. Monica Crowley, for one, though, thinks that might not be bad.
6: I do think that it is overall very healthy for the Republican Party and for the country to see these kinds of dynamic policy-based debates. And most candidates don't want a contested fight. They prefer to just sort of walk into the nomination. But actually, it does strengthen the ultimate nominee because they're forced to hone their skills, their debating skills, their policy skills, making arguments on television, making arguments on a retail basis to crowds. So as much as perhaps Governor DeSantis and President Trump and the others would prefer just to sort of walk into the nomination. In the end, they're going to be very thankful for a hard-fought campaign.
2: Well, I hope she's right. I'm not so sure if she is, but I hope she is. And I don't know, while Biden was up there in Massachusetts solving the energy crisis, I guess he forgot to sign the... Uh, COVID origin bill, which, by the way, was passed unanimously in Congress, unanimously. And Biden claims that he just wants to uh, evaluate it before he issues any proclamation about signing it. Can you imagine that? John Ratcliffe, the former uh, NSI head, what do you think of that?
7: The reason is he doesn't want to confront China, uh, just as he hasn't for the last two years on any issue. No offense, uh, you know, whether it's a million Americans being uh, killed as a result of a virus or hundreds of thousands being killed as a result of Chinese fentanyl, uh, you know, flying spycraft across our country. You know, uh, the Biden administration wants uh, China to be a friendly competitor. And that's simply not the case. The intelligence is clear that China is exactly who we warned that they were. And, you know, uh, I-, I will say this,
0: uh, you know, this is long overdue. I think the president is going to have to sign it because uh,
7: Democrats have clearly abandoned him. too.
2: Yeah, they have. They have clearly abandoned him. But they don't say so publicly. You ever notice that? They don't. Because that's not how they operate. It's sickening. Well, I know we're having some signal issues again, of course, As soon as we start talking badly about the government, it happens. Matt is up first. Good morning, Matt. How are you?
7: Oh, I'm well, Mr. Slayton, as frustrated as any right-minded thinking person is. And you know, you said it earlier. It's if they don't want a bloody revolution, we should be punching liberals in the face left and right. That would solve a lot of issues but
2: uh it would take a lot of frustration off of our shoulders <laughs> oh boy. well
7: and you know what I was thinking as bad as bullying is in schools and it can't well and I first know somebody where their daughter was getting bullied and the school did nothing about it so this is this liberalism they could care less about the children but uh ever since they've quote unquote attacked and taken bullying out of schools all this has gotten out of hand And bullying is wrong when you're – but you know what bullying does with kids? You teach your kid to stand up to them, and then it gets rid of it. And that's what we're lacking in this country, honestly.
2: No, I couldn't agree more. Look, we all, just about all of us, I would assume, either got an ass-kicking when we were young or certainly felt like we were about to. And I don't mean by our parents. I mean by friends in the schoolyard. Uh, At the very least, you were wrestled to the ground and you wrestled back, or sometimes there were an exchange of punches. I know what happened with me, and I learned from that. Uh, One thing I learned was never take on a guy who's a gold-gloves boxer. Uh, That was pretty stupid. Uh, Even though he was smaller than me, but in my defense, I, of course, didn't know that he was a gold-gloves boxer. Uh, So maybe pick your enemies wiser. But it taught me something, too. Maybe I could resolve our issue in a different way next time. But, you know, a good ass-whipping, and I'll never forget, I've probably told this story before, but the next day at breakfast, my mom, I said something about my face hurting, and my mom said, well, that's what you get for getting into a fight. Maybe next time you won't. That was yeah, the answer. There's... You know, that was the answer. Lesson learned.
7: Well, the other famous advice is do an ounce of research. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> know, your, know your opponent before you right. get a fight with Well, him. it was in
2: the heat of battle, man. We were playing basketball.
7: Yeah. You could put it off Well that's it And and even before it gets to fisticuffs We we picked on each other I can't speak this morning I've been listening to Brandon too much (laughs) We, We picked on each other Probably too much But we didn't You know we picked on Mike one day And then we picked on Kenny the next day Then it was my turn And we teased each other And you learn conflict And then you learn how to get over it You grew a backbone and it just today, I mean, it's like in the NFL, if you don't go to tackle the quarterback and put a binky in his mouth and a pillow down and lay him on it, you know, it's a violent crime. Right. It's it's it's, it's, it's just uh, you know wearing Bears. a helmet. Yeah, maybe wearing a helmet smart if you're under the age of five and over the age of fifty. But in between there, you know, who hasn't fallen down and got hurt? Got up, dusted yourself off, and learned. How to ride a bike. I, I mean it's as simple as that. It honestly goes back to this, these simple rules. It's okay to be picked on. It's not okay to be bullied. I mean, there are definite lines to be crossed and not crossed. And it's just, and that's what these kids are not learning. This is as a society, we've gotten away from common sense and and it's just it's insanity. And you're right. If we don't succeed, and I mean in the next year if we don't start seceding, because the liberal states will fall, when it gets done, will fall within a year or two and be begging to join the conservative states, begging.
2: I would agree that this needs to happen. I've been saying it for a long time. People think it sounds crazy. It's not crazy. It's actually the best thing in the world. And it would solve a lot of problems, and it would ease a lot of frustrations and tensions and probably solve a lot of crime. Because we wouldn't have to deal with crime in our states. Let them all kill each other. I don't care. I really don't. If they all ended up dead, would you care? I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Because they're trying to kill us in every possible way.
7: Exactly. Look at this. They're putting conservatives who trespassed, who at the most is probation and some hefty fines.
2: And I'm not even so sure anymore that it was trespassing. It is a, a, a building that has tourists in it every day. And when police officers open the doors for you, that's not trespassing.
7: <laughs> that's, that's the point I was going to get to. If, if, if there's barricades or the doors locked and you break in and go in, it's trespassing. When they're open for you and you're led around by nice police officers, security guards, that that's not trespassing. That's not a crime. And, and guess what? Every, all those people left peacefully. Eventually, maybe it wasn't when you wanted them to. The only violence that occurred was Ashley Babbitt was killed, and Roseanne Boylan was killed. She was beaten to death, and nobody's talking about her. No, the it, cops beat her to death. Exactly, Roseanne. And four, four uh,
2: people died that day as the result of it was a result of police brutality. If you want to talk about what? police brutality, now uh, no one died. By the way, no one died. On the other side of the coin. No one. No
7: No one. Not at the hands of the people protesting.
2: No, not not at the hands of anybody. I mean, Signick died of natural causes the next day. He didn't even die that day, even though the media told us he had his head bashed in (laughs) with a fire extinguisher by Trump supporters.
7: (laughs) He was one of five mysterious people to be murdered.
2: How do you come up (laughs) with that story? Did you see pictures of his head bashed in? Of course you didn't. So where did you even come up with that? It sounded really bad, though. That would make them insurrectionists, so let's go with it.
7: You know, the, there are only two problems we have with secession, and th- that is our f- the f- federal military, well, the military is run by the government, and the people like myself, and I'm telling you what, I would take the blunt of the suffering to make it happen people on the va pensions or retirements federal retirements
2: who says the military would stay with them we have the military in our corner so they come with us and we have the 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 pensions and we have the federal uh medicare and medicaid we have all that they don't get it they're not getting any of our money how are they going to fund anything they don't have any money
7: yeah, get out, it get worked out is all I'm saying. There would be an adjustment period. And every state has a military. It's called the National Guard. That's right. And the only time it goes federally, the only time they are acceptable to go to federal service is the president or Congress has to enact Title Title 10. When that happens, the National Guard goes federal. I was part of that. That's how my my second service in the Army. I was in the N- Missouri National Guard. The president, or Con- I believe it was the president, enacted Title Ten. So then we were put into federal service, and then Missouri has to agree to send their National Guard to the feds. And we went overseas. It, you, I believe, if there's a emergency or if the state inclines that they need their National Guard, they do not have to send them to Title Ten. I have to check that part, but um, well,
2: I believe that the military would come with us. And, of course, we've got all the money because we know how to handle money. Uh, We will not go wildly spending it. They'll spend themselves into oblivion in six months. We won't. Their Medicare system will be bankrupt. Ours won't be.
7: They would be be begging to join. And and then you have a a set of rules, as we've described before, to get in. Yep, here are the rules.
2: We're going back to the way we were. We're making America great again. You don't like it? Stay where you are.
7: Making us solvent again because we're bankrupt. And yeah. the, this bank thing is gonna have a bigger bank.
2: St. Louis is St. Louis is bankrupt and they're talking about giving them reparations. Reparations. To who? Trying, for what? They're,
7: tra- <laughs> they're trying to be like California. Yeah, California message <laughs> <They're laughs> it.
2: I guess Tashara Jones thinks that the spotlight's on Kim Gardner now for what a rat she is, so maybe this other rat can go ahead and get reparations paid while all of the stooges are watching the other rat.
7: Kevin, I hope it goes through. I really do. I do too. Give them, I hope St. Louis
2: bankrupts itself into oblivion. I hope that St. Louis is completely insolvent. I hope it dies a slow death.
7: And 90% of those people that get that money will be broken in less than a year. Guarantee uh, it.
2: Well, or they'll spend it on drugs. They'll be dead. That's,
7: yeah. They'll be dead or completely broke. You can't teach somebody how to handle money by giving them more money. It's never worked.
2: <laughs> it has never worked. <laughs> ask, ask many an athlete.
7: All right. So thanks, I, Matt. I, I hope it goes through. I'd love to see it.
2: All right. Me too. Thank you. Keep yeah. it up. I'm
7: glad you had a good time. Thank you, sir. Thank
2: you. We had a blast. You betcha.
7: Beautiful. Right on.
2: Yeah, we had a good time down in Florida. It was a lot of fun. A lot of great people, though. You know, it's funny. Great people make it fun. I always say don't surround yourself with liberals and you'll be happier. We didn't have a single liberal with us. We just had a good time. Funny how that works. And if you're struggling with windows, you'll have a much better time if you call Window World than if you call someone else. And I can prove that to you. 314-993-1800. In fact, they'll prove it. They'll come out to your house, give you a free in-home estimate, and prove to you how they're simply the best for less. Price? I have a friend who compared to the competition with Window World, same amount of windows, same kind of windows, and the price was dramatically, dramatically lower at Window World. 314-993-1800. Now you're getting the preferred window of the blues and the official window of the Chiefs. You're getting the windows that I have in my house. And I found this out when I got my Window World windows. My utility bills went down. My air conditioner wasn't running 24-7. Neither is my furnace. The cool air is not escaping in the summer and the hot air coming in and vice versa in the winter. What a nice advantage that was to Window World windows. Didn't know about that one. Didn't see that one coming. But how can Window World give you the magnificent lifetime warranty that they will? Lifetime warranty covers all parts, glass breakage, and labor. How? They use double-strength glass in their windows. That's not an upsell item. You're not paying extra. It's the way it is. That's Window World. And by the way, those windows are so strong, they withstood me jumping on them, kicking them, trying to crack them and crease them in any way I could, and I couldn't damage them at all. Get that free in-home estimate, 314-993-1800. Window World's offering 18 months, same as cash financing, with approved credit. All right, we'll take a break, and then we're coming back with more of our show right here in the Window World King's Court on kevinslaytonshow.com. Kevin Slayton with you. This is a Wednesday morning, and this is the Window World King's Court right here on kevinslaytonshow.com. So you are in the right place. And as Chris said earlier, you'll be in the right place if you go to Taco Bell for breakfast or lunch or dinner or late night because you can take advantage of the Dollar Crave menu that's ongoing all day long at Taco Bell. They also have a $5 crave menu. Where else can you get that kind of pricing? And even items that aren't on the dollar and $5 crave menu, such as the breakfast quesadilla with bacon and sausage crumbles, egg and cheese, grilled in a flour tortilla, that's under 2 bucks. Get steak on it, it's still under 3 They have two different crunch wraps for breakfast, both under $3. A grande scrambler that's under $3. That grilled breakfast burrito with bacon bits is only a buck. So is a double stuffed taco or a grande burrito. You can get a double chalupa in a box with two tacos and a soft drink for just $5. That might cover you for the whole day. Same thing with a triple double crunch wrap. In a box, two tacos and a soft drink, 5 bucks. I believe in supporting locally owned and operated businesses, so I do. Taco Bell, they have the Mexican pizza back too. Just in time for Cinco de Mayo, which isn't for a while. (laughs) But it's damn good. Here are the locally owned and operated Taco Bell locations are that I would frequent. Support the locally owned and operated businesses. In Missouri, in the Chesterfield Valley, Cape Girardeau, Jackson, Union, St. Clair, Washington. In Illinois, they're in Waterloo. They're in the home of the State Fair DuCoin, the home of the Salukis Carbondale. The home of the state capital and Porky Pig, Springfield, Troy, Salem, Decatur, Jerseyville, Columbia. Those are all locally owned and operated Taco Bell locations. All right, our phone lines are open for you. Toll free, as always, 636 538 0746. 538 0746. If you'd like to jump in on any of the topics we've talked about today, or perhaps there's something that we didn't hit that you think we should have, please feel free. Joe Biden portrays himself as this phenomenal Catholic. In an article in The Telegraph, an op-ed piece by Ruth Dudley Edwards, the title is, Joe Biden Must Be the World's Worst Catholic. She writes that Joe Biden's self-delusion seems boundless. When he looks in the mirror, he apparently sees an upright Irish Catholic true to the historic values of the deeply rooted religious identity. He is, in fact, an appalling Catholic who publicly flouts the church's most cherished teachings and is about as authentically Irish as a leprechaun hat in a St. Patrick's Day parade. Carpe diem to Ruth Dudley Edwards. Man, that's just the opening paragraph. (laughs) Good grief. That's not a shot across the bow. She said, his shtick is compassion, and now he's a warrior for the rights of parents to approve gender-affirming transitional medical care for their children. It's been several years since Pope Francis first denounced radical gender ideology. He's rejected the idea of teaching children that everyone can choose their own sex. The American bishop Thomas Pepraki has reminded his flock, the church teaches that the removal or destruction of healthy sexual and reproductive organs is a type of mutilation and intrinsically evil, those are the teachings of the Catholic Church that Biden espouses to be a part of. But Biden has no interest in addressing the Catholic teachings. He wants to placate the progressives of his party. He confronts Republican politicians like Greg Abbott, whose administration, and Ron DeSantis as well, says medical treatment aimed at transitioning children is a form of child abuse. And it is. Our phone lines are open, 636-538-0746. 0746. It's gotten out of hand. Biden calls that dangerous, what Governor DeSantis and Governor Abbott do. Sinful, as you heard him say earlier. Scary stuff, isn't it? He's no Irishman. He's no Catholic. Scary, though, isn't it? That some people think, wow, he's, he's such a good Catholic. I think he goes to church. That has about as much credibility as his wife saying that what other 30-year-old could carry Joe Biden's schedule? The obvious answer, of course, is all of them, but she thought that was a monumental distinction. It's not. It's not at all. There are those who think that Biden makes Jimmy Carter look like a wonderful president, like a statesman. There's a lot of things going on in this country, but nothing is good, nothing is honest, nothing is real. And they all hate Tucker Carlson. Did you ever notice how the liberals stick together even when they're attacking someone? They don't care. That someone is usually a conservative, of course. Did you see where that Benny Thompson, who was the supposed chairman of the January 6th committee, the made-for-TV show, Stunningly, he admitted after Tucker Carlson aired this footage that he never analyzed any footage before he ran it with Liz Cheney. It's worse than we thought. He doesn't think any of the January 6th committee members themselves ever had access to the footage. They let their staff look at it. He said, I'm not aware of any member of the committee who had access. We had a team of employees who kind of went through the video. Kind of went through the video. And as a result of them kind of going through the video, they blamed Donald Trump. Now where they made that connection is beyond me because Donald Trump wasn't down at the Capitol. But it's good to know that the staff... Kind of went through it. <laughs> it's hard to believe that you that you read these things because you just can't imagine it in a rational world. But it's true. Did you see where Jamie Lee Curtis won an Oscar for some movie called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once? Best Supporting Actress. So she goes on the Today Show, and she made the whole world aware of what a woke jackass she really is. While crying, she said she'd given her Oscar statue, they, them pronouns, in support of her trans daughter, Ruby. Wow. Wow. I often wondered about Jamie Lee Curtis. She dressed like a guy, wore a haircut like a guy. It's pathetic, isn't it? God, she should have her children taken away from her. She really should. You want to talk about a danger to the country, it's those people. They're a danger to their own children. Imagine a president of the United States sitting there and saying what we heard him say this morning on this show. That it's sinful if you try to stop children under 18 from mutilating themselves. Despite his own church, the hierarchy of his own church, claiming the sin is if you do mutilate yourself. And the church didn't distinguish age. They just said, if you do it at all. But Biden's mommy said it's close to sinful. That's what mommy said. Meanwhile, daddy was telling him that it's simple when you see two well-dressed men kissing. They love each other, Joey. (laughs) We all know that never happened. We all know his dad never said anything so stupid 50 years ago, 60 years ago. And you know what Biden was doing? As I read off a litany of times he's voted against gay marriage for 50 years voted against gays in the military, voted for the Defense of Marriage Act. This is how we know that conversation with his daddy never happened. Because if it did, Biden was acknowledging that he is a pathological liar for over half a century. So if that episode took place and he actually had his epiphany, as he claims, why did he lie for the next 50 years? Because it never happened, that's why. Biden has about as much empathy for gays or trans as he does for blacks or Hispanics. Probably hates Jews, too. This is a guy who hates everybody. And he goes from zero to 70 on the anger meter in a record .3 seconds. But I want you to focus on Benny Thompson saying that no one on the January 6th committee so much as saw any of the video... Period. Not just the portions that Tucker Carlson unveiled the other night. Any video. At any time. Wow. And if they're destroying innocent people's lives and they're doing it gleefully, they're doing it without resistance, other than Tucker Carlson and shows like ours, There is no resistance to it. These people have been allowed to languish in political prisons for two years now. Some are serving lengthy sentences in jail, like the man with the moose horns, four plus years. He needs to be freed today by noon, by lunchtime, so he can get over to Taco Bell. I don't think it's ever been worse in this country. You heard Chris, our caller, say that uh, earlier today. You heard Matt say it. I say it every day. And yet, what are we to do about it? Fight. Fight like there's no tomorrow. Fight to the death if we have to. But fight these bastards every step of the way. And we've got to figure out how to put politicians in office in these red states that understand how to secede from the Union. We have to take that drastic action. There is no other answer. And then let the Chinese and the Russians invade the blue states, and we really don't care. Does anybody really care what happens to California, unless you have relatives out there? Do you really care if it just broke off after an earthquake and floated out in the Pacific Ocean somewhere? I wouldn't. How about Oregon? There's a doozy for you. Washington, the state of Washington, the whole West Coast can go. And then as you work your way in, Colorado. We're not going to get rid of the whole state because we love the Rockies, but the liberals can go to hell. We're going to hang on to Idaho, Montana, Utah, North and South Dakota, Nebraska, probably Nebraska. Ben Sass was a senator from there. Texas is ours. Missouri, yeah, I think it's ours. So, and so on and so forth. When you have drastic problems to address, you have to take drastic measures to address them. It's pretty simple to me. And that's the only measure these people will ever understand. They can go it alone. Without our financial help, without any help at all, our military help, good luck. All right, that's going to wrap us for today. We're back fighting the good fight again tomorrow morning for you right here in the Window World King's Court on kevinslaytonshow.com. The podcast will be up a little later on our website, on Spotify, on Apple, on Amazon, on Google, everywhere. The Window World King's Court on com. Love you, Mom. Love you, Dad. Love you, Maureen. So long, everybody. Bye. <laughs>